broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening, and welcome to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca Vitades, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans player. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, by Rhino Shield Mid-South, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligent sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host, Cumulus New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, and the Kenner Star. And a pleasant good evening and welcome to another edition of All Access, the Monday night edition here on Nash Icon 1061 FM. Our tune-in app is available for you anywhere in the world to listen in via iHeart. Of course, you can always check out our podcast following the show through CrescentCitySports.com. Just click on the menu and click on podcast to do so. If you're at home and you can't get radio, Alexa will take care of it for you. Just tell her to play WRKN or play Nash Icon 1061 FM. Of course, you can always email me. It's Ken at CrescentCitySports.com. Or feel free to call the show at 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061 to participate. We're going to have Derek Carr's comments after the game. Extensive comments coming up here in just a bit. Also, in our last segment tonight, we'll be joined by Jermon Bushrod, the former outstanding tackle for the New Orleans Saints, now an analyst for Fox 8. And Jermon will join us to break down the offensive line play of the New Orleans Saints, as certainly he is eminently capable of doing, having been very good in that realm himself as a player. We'll visit with Jermon later on in the show. We'll talk about college football extensively coming up in the second and third segments, too with regard to LSU and Tulane and more. And again, you're free to call. We'd love to hear from you. It's 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061. Glad to hear from you. Of course, in the Caesar Superdome yesterday for the preseason opener. And I thought a pretty good turnout considering it's a preseason game, which doesn't matter, and very few care. And it was on a Sunday. Of course, it was kind of nice to have a preseason game on a Sunday at noon, which is, of course, when the Saints typically play a regular season game. I thought from that perspective it was kind of neat. That said, the game itself, hey, for the better part of one half, it was fun to watch if you were a Saints fan and, of course, as an analyst to watch and, and get something positive out of it because you saw quite a few positives in the first half of that game, starting with the obvious, which, of course, is at quarterback where Derek Carr looked apart. I mean, he looked good. Even the first pass he threw the incomplete, which could have been a little bit better throw, could have been caught, maybe should have been caught. And other than that, I mean, you can't say anything 
negative about what he did. He was simply outstanding in what he was able to accomplish. His command of the offense, understanding where to go with the football, the timing of it all, and I'll get to that in just a moment when I talk about other quarterbacks, and spreading the ball around and looking off receivers. Look, it's pretty obvious he knows what he's looking at. That's the most important aspect. If you have the physical ability, which, of course, he has, and you have the understanding of what to do with the ball and where to go with the ball, then you really have a large part of the entire scenario mastered. And I think he brings those elements to the table. And I think for a first time out, this was good for Derek Carr. It was a bit of a confidence builder. We're going to hear from him coming up here in just a few minutes. And I think from the standpoint of where he ends up, look, this is a very good jump-on point. You know, the jumping-off point comes later. Michael Thomas caught a pass. Derek Carr got him involved. Kept the ball low. Where only Thomas could get it, he did. Didn't have to take a hit. Great to see. Great to see Keith Kirkwood putting the ball in the end zone. Keith Kirkwood's going to make this team. Everyone talking about, you know, beyond Chris Olave, Rashid Shahid, if healthy, Michael Thomas, obviously if healthy, who that wide receiver four is. Right now it would be Keith Kirkwood. And, oh, by the way, that's not selling A.T. Perry short because I'll get into him coming up as well. But Kirkwood's been solid, and they like him, and he's dependable. He knows where he's supposed to be. He does the things he's supposed to do. And I think that they've got somebody there that they feel pretty comfortable with, and Derek Carr certainly does as well. Of course, Jawan Johnson. And this guy had a good year last year, and he has a chance to be excellent. I mean, Jawan Johnson is trending toward being a top 10 receiving tight end in the league. If he's not already. And I stress receiving. The other aspects of the game will be left to others. That's why they went out and signed Foster Morrow. Inline tight end that will block. Can catch a pass. Didn't see any targets yesterday. But Johnson has that ability, which certainly will translate. And then, of course, Alvin Kamara catching a couple of passes was encouraging to see. This is something you really want to see is that he gets involved in the passing game. I think that's extremely important for this team to be successful, just as I think it's extremely important for Taysom Hill to be on the field more and to get his 10 touches or so a game because he impacts the game. Ultimately, you want your playmakers touching the football. We know who they are right now. It's Chris Olave, Alvin Kamara, who's going to be absent for three games, Jawan Johnson, Taysom Hill. Those are your playmakers. You hope Rashid Shaheed is one of those. Got to get him healthy. And you certainly cross your fingers about Michael Thomas because he can make a huge difference for this football team. Huge difference. No question about that. So that's kind of the takeaway from the skill position players on the offensive side of the football. And we'll get into the other quarterbacks following comments from Derek Carr, which we're going to queue up right now because we want you to hear what the new Saints quarterback, 6 of 8, 70 yards and a touchdown, in his first look in the black and gold. We'll listen to what he had to say after the game yesterday. Here are the comments of Derek Carr. 
Uh, it felt good. Um, felt efficient. It was nice to get a couple of situations in there and get third down. You know, um, you know, get some red zone um, and all that stuff. Because again, they don't tell us like how much we're going to play and all that. So to get a couple of situations in there, and then you know, throughout the game to talk, you know, talk talk through things with Pete and certain situations and things like that in a game time scenario. Um, it was good. It was a lot of fun. Um, love love being on this side of things in the dome. Uh, I can get used to I can get used to this place. It's a lot of fun. Well, when I woke up this morning, everything was new to me. You know, where's pregame meal? Um, where do, you know, I followed Eric McCoy in. I was like, bro, I don't know where to go to park. Like, well, you can I follow you? You know, and uh, you know, as soon as I got in here, you know, Reg was showing me everything, like everything there is in the locker room. I was like, all right, where, you know, where's the shower? You know, where's where's the snacks? You know, like all that stuff. So I was, you know, everything was new. So for me to get out there, more importantly, and play football, you know, in the stadium. Um, this time when it wasn't loud, um, and we can operate and do those kind of things. Um, it was important to me to do that. It doesn't matter how old I am and how many years I've played in the NFL, to do it with a new group, all new receivers, um, you know, and, and for everyone to be in there and playing, um, I think is a mark of this team that we just, any chance we can get to go out there and Coach will let us, you know, we just want to compete and play. Derek, I know when we ask about wide receivers, we often ask about Michael Thomas, yeah. Solave, but what have you seen from Keith Kirkwood over the course of the offseason? So Keith Kirkwood was someone, you know, it, you know, we had three lifting groups and we would always lift at that 6.30 group. And at 6 a.m. I'd be like, you know, whoever wants to meet me there, you know, I'll be there at 6 a.m. to, you know, throw these new routes and these kind of things. And Keith was there every single time. And, uh, you know, after practice, I always run, run extra. Keith, as you guys see, he's always right there next to me running extra with me. And if, if we don't see each other, we make sure that we check in. Did you do it? You know, all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, I think that it's his hard work and his determination. He's a he's a veteran player. You know, he understands what it takes, um, and I'm I'm just really proud of him. Uh, you know, to be able to get you know a touchdown, and you know, uh, I know it's a preseason game, but they still they still all feel good. Well, you know, we had a we had a false start, um, and I look at that and I always I always put false starts on myself. Was there something in the communication process that I didn't do right? Um, you know, everyone wants to look at the at the jersey number that they put it on, but you know, I have a lot to do with that too. So I, I got to look at that, and you know, I'll always try and put those on me. Um, you know, because I'm always trying to deflect from those guys as much as I can. Because again, if there's a way that I can help us be better, um, that's all I'm looking to do. And so um, I'll, I'll check in with those guys, especially after we watch it. Um, you know, especially with what kind of play it was and what we were trying to do. You know, is there something there that I could have done better to help them out? Yeah, you know, when, when the practices, when, you know, when we have those five guys out there in practice all, all together, you know, sometimes, you know, some guys are limited and things like that. Um, but when they're all five out there, it's like, wow, you know, you know, this is a, this is pretty, pretty impressive. And, you know, I, that's the first thing I told him when we came off the field, I was like, I got to go through reads and, you know, make decisions and play quarterback. I appreciate it, fellas, you know, because um, those guys, man, they, they did a great job on that. It's one drive, but it's okay to get excited about it. It's professional football, you know, and I, I think those guys are really good players. And, uh, you know, we'll watch the film and there's going to be things that they'll want to fix and that I'll want to fix. But it, just playing the game and being able to see things and all that, it, I thought they did a great, uh, a great job.
Yeah. Is that what this offense proposes to be, I guess? Yeah, and I hopefully, you know, our our skill guys just continue to understand, like, one guy may have 10 catches in a game, and you, you may have two. And that may happen for two weeks, and then, boom, you're going to have 12. You know, it, it just, you know, we, we have to be able to play that way and play selflessly, you know. Um, and I believe that we have a group that will do that, um, you know, because, boom, everybody's catching the ball. Bam, bam, bam. You know, first place for Chris. Then we go to AK. Then we... You know, find Juwan, then we find Mike, then we, you know, everyone's touching it, and then all of a sudden Keith gets a touchdown, you know. And so everyone did the, the cardio, and Keith got the reward, you know. And, you know, hopefully our guys understand that, you know, that's, that's just how we're going to have to play if we want to do the things that we want to do. Um, because if we can be, you know, if we can do that and spread it out evenly. Um, still broken? Ah, it's working now. Yes. <laughs> hey, we just working, we're working through some stuff. Uh, I was very excited. Um, no, no anxiety. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, ten, I've been doing this like a decade. You know, like that's when I look in the mirror sometimes and I see the gray hairs. It does feel like a decade, but like it doesn't feel like it goes so fast. But the nerves, like just you're not nervous anymore. You just want to go out there and you know execute and play at a high level. And and so I was really excited. And I'll tell you what, I was really excited when we turned left right here and started coming down. The lights were off. They started playing a little music and all. I was like, oh yeah, now it's time. So. That got the they got the juices flowing, but I try my best. I, I am a, a, an emotional, excited person. I try my best to stay like this, so I don't throw the first one, you know, into the stands, you know. Um, but it's hard not getting excited coming out to that intro. Which the um, completions to Juwan Johnson, the one from everywhere, it looked like you had to handle a little bit of pressure and then identify where to go with the ball. With this being your first live snap, um, is that gratifying in any particular way? Yeah, you know, I, I was happy because usually, you know, some teams won't blitz, you know, in the preseason. They won't, or if they do, it's just someone off the slot. Like, it's just easy stuff. And they walked up in there, double A's, a, you know, double mugs another time. You know, they, they gave us different looks all game. And for my drive, it was nice to get someone, man, someone blitzed in the A-gap, I was fired up, you know, because now I get to move and work on my stuff um, in a live scenario. And it was a great pickup. Um, so, yeah, it was satisfying because, you know, those are the realest reps it gets. Like, they can hit me out there, you know. And so for our guys to be able to, you know, with that in their mind, like, do their jobs and execute, you know, everyone, most of the time you can do it the physical part, but the mental side to make the right point and make the right calls and pick them up and do all that, everyone did their assignments. Um, you know, for, you know, everyone gets excited about the skill players and the points, but it doesn't happen until we do that part right first. And so I was, I was really proud of that. Uh, Jake Hayner? No, I was proud of him, you know. Um, uh, when he came off after the interception, I said, you know, who else threw a pick in their first preseason game? And he started laughing. And uh, I was like, just keep cutting it loose, man. It's a, it's a long half. You know, we're going to win this thing. And I didn't know we'd win it the way that we did. Um, but uh, I, I was really proud of him. And he's going to be a good player for a long time because uh, he works really hard and he cares. And, uh, and he's good. So uh, I was really proud of him. Um, and the more reps he gets, he'll just keep getting better. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten to talk to him too much. I just just a little bit before I walked in here, but I mean, it was uh, for them putting on you know black and gold, you know, for the first time. It was probably a little weird because when I put that uniform on and I, I went in the mirror to you know fit, I was like, Jake walked up. He's like, that looks weird. <laughs> you know, he said, I was like, I know, bro. I've been in the same place for nine years, but uh, it may look weird, but it felt right. You know, 
Um, you know, I told DA that earlier this week. I just feel refreshed. I feel rejuvenated. Um, and, and to put that uniform on and, you know, come out and be a saint, um, it felt really good. And so I know, I know my wife was excited about today and, and my three, my three boys, my little girl, she don't care. You know, she, she was yelling touchdown Raiders the other day. I was like, we got to fix that. But, uh, uh, you know, my three boys, they were so fired up. I got to see them before the game it was really cool for me. They were on the field. Um, and so, you know, those are memories that we'll have forever. I'm sure that, you know, they're gonna they're gonna know more about this game than I will. You know, they're like, man, did you see AT's catch on? You know, they'll know all those things. And so, um, I'm sure when I see them, they'll be real excited. Derek, speaking of uh, AT, uh, how big is this for? I know it's preseason, but how big is this for his confidence going through camp to, to haul in a big play like that? I think it's good for. I mean, it's. It's the National Football League, you know. Um, it's not it's not easy <laughs> out there. You know, it's it's one thing to watch it from one point of view, but when you're in it in full speed game live reps where they can hit you and all those kind of stuff, and you got to read it right and make the right decisions um, for him to go out there and play the way he did. I was so proud of him. Uh, but for all the young guys, you know, I thought that they, um, you know, whether they started slow or started fast, I thought everyone just settled in and just started playing football and. That's what the preseason's for, you know, for, for everyone to just get, knock the rust off, you know, all those things, things you've been working on in camp, doing it in the live game, um, and, and for them to see, like, oh, I, man, that does work, or, man, oh, coach, that, you know, that, what coach was telling me was right, you know. Um, and so um, a lot of that was happening today, but I was really proud of him. Um, you know, he was featured today. <laughs> he was getting the ball a lot, so it was good. Derek, what does a win like this do for everybody? It's been hot and humid. Obviously, and you know, down the stretch, you have young players chip in, and, and you got the win the, the way that you did. Yeah, I mean, throughout the season, it's going to take everybody in the building to win. Um, and if we're all pushing in the same direction, we'll be able to do it. And for you know, the young guys to get in there, you know, the camaraderie, you know, the confidence that they'll have now that man, we, we the young guys, the you know, the third group went in there and they. You know, got the ball back for each other. They went down and scored, and they knocked a field goal. I mean, that what that does for their confidence is unbelievable, and that only helps our whole team, you know, be better. And so, uh, I think, especially the way that we won, um, you know, I think it's only a good thing. Uh, but like Da said, you know, whether it's regular season or preseason, we don't care. Like if we're strapping it on, you're going out there. You're not going out there to try and lose and be okay with it. Like we're going out there to win, and uh, we were happy we were able to do that. Uh, no, uh, we. I mean, we laughed about a couple things uh, that maybe our you know defense may know our plays and things at practice, uh, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But um, we didn't talk about you know this. Um, I think you know I, I've been playing for a while. You know, if I was you know a young guy, I ask. There's certain questions I ask him and you know asked him beforehand and all that kind of stuff. But there's certain things now that he is not like. Are you okay? Are you ready to go for the first? You know, he doesn't have to, you know, do that kind of thing. But we were able to talk about, um, you know, just how, how big of an impact the things that he said to me, you know, ended up me being here. And everything, I told him everything that he said to me, is they've proven it, you know. That, that's what, what you said is what they're doing. And so um, I think just from that relational standpoint, you know, took us to another level because, you know, everything he said was true, you know, and, and, and they've proven it. Mickey and everybody's proved it so far. Uh, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, they were loud. That was awesome. And I think it's some Chief fans yelling at me, too. So. <laughs> Maybe one more for Derek. For Chief fans, you really follow Derek McCoy in, all the way into there, just, just in the building? Oh, yeah. Like, from the hotel, he waited for me. 
uh, I'm not going to say the street's name because I'm screwed up. But he was down there, and I pulled out, and I waved to him. He's like, all right, come on. And then I followed him all the way to my parking spot. Uh, yeah, I saw it first time for everybody. You know, uh, Drew Brees got, I think, got lost and was only late his first game here. They did tell me that story, and that's why I specifically made sure I had someone to follow. <laughs> Who better than your center? You know, so it's good. Thanks, guys. All right, so uh, there are the thoughts of Derek Carr. Look, as always, he handles himself extremely well. Um, He's won the offseason in a big way. He's won all the press conferences in a big way. And he won his first performance on the field in a big way, which, of course, is the most important aspect of what we're discussing and what everybody cares about ultimately. So it's on the step two, practicing against the Chargers this week in Los Angeles, and then preseason game number two next Sunday in Los Angeles. And of course, with regard to the other quarterbacks, Jameis Winston, the number's very good, 11 of 13, 92 yards, and a touchdown pass to A.T. Perry. Winston's throws were on target, looked good in the process, ran the ball, which is encouraging, you know, with the knee injury of two years ago. You know, did hold the ball too long on more than one occasion, and that's recognition, which Derek Carr quickly has that Uh, which Winston does not. I think that's pretty apparent when you look at identification, understanding where to go with the ball, and quick progressions. In defense of Jameis Winston, he didn't have first-teamers blocking for him either, and the backup offensive linemen simply weren't that good. But first time out, very encouraged by Jameis Winston. He was on the mark, did a good job, and the Saints have a very solid backup quarterback, that's for sure. Then there's Jay Kaner, and for quite a bit of the – Afternoon, he looked like a rookie quarterback. He struggled. And identification, the interception was miscommunication. He was expecting the back shoulder, Washington, and Washington kept running. And it got picked. But that's, of course, a lack of experience on his part, but also with the receiver and as well. Sometimes interceptions aren't the quarterback's fault. But he struggled a bit for a while, but then you had to really like what he did in the end. And the final drive to get them down there in position to win the game, taking them for a score. And what you hear about him all the time is his moxie. And I think you got a bit of a taste of that and evidence of it in that particular circumstance. When the lights got brighter, he got hotter. And he did a good job at that time and place. So mixed bag for him, but something to take away and a good first experience. And he'll get a lot more playing time here in the final two preseason games, no question about that. A.T. Perry, six catches, 74 yards, touchdown. Again, I say this all the time, and I'm not trying to belittle what's happening every day, but the fact of the matter is that training camp in the final analysis isn't all that important. It's important to get conditioned. It's important to get a look at guys, but it's a lot different when the lights go on. And practice isn't a game. And A.T. Perry's a guy you haven't heard much about at all in practice or training camp. But what you got a chance to see yesterday is what they liked about him coming out of Wake Forest. He's got height. He can run some. He made a couple of good moves coming out of breaks. And he caught the ball. And, of course, Dennis Allen wasn't thrilled about him stretching it out on the touchdown when the ball came loose. But look, the fact that he stretched him out got him the touchdown. But again, there's a lot to like there. And this is a guy that's going to be with this team one way or the other 
if they can get him through to the practice squad if he doesn't make the original roster. But I think he's got a shot to make the original roster. Frankly, as I mentioned before, I think Keith Kirkwood has a good chance to be wide receiver four. I think Perry has a chance to be five or six. Traquan Smith is in that mix. I don't see it with Washington or Edwards, at least not from where I'm at right now. Kirk Merritt's a swing guy, but he's hurt right now, and that doesn't help his cause at all. But Perry certainly helped himself. The offensive line play, we'll get into that with Jermon Bushrod later on in the show. Defensively, Zach Bond was most encouraging. He was active throughout. Tackle for loss, a sack. Liked what we saw, and he's a guy that you really know uh, is important to this team in terms of stepping up and playing and playing effectively. You know, as that other guy, we all know that, you know, this is if healthy, and that's important to say that, if healthy, you know who Demario Davis is, and you certainly like what Pete Warner is. But you really want to see Bond step up and be that guy for you. Jalen Smith, of course, has been signed, and he has a chance to be that guy too. But I think those four guys that I just mentioned are going to be there when the Saints open the regular season. What happens beyond that? i got to believe DeMarco Jackson has a real shot to be the fifth guy. Nice to see Nick Anderson make a tackle on special teams. I think he's a practice squad candidate at this stage. Not good to see Alante Taylor get beat deep. That was one negative. It really kind of changed the game at that time. Competing with Paulson Adebo for that other starting position, probably Adebo slightly ahead at this point in time. And that particular play didn't help Taylor, although you know we know he's got ability. Peyton Turner was active. That was good to see. Got a couple of pressures. Nice to see that. Brian Brzee got a baptism of fire, didn't make any plays, watched him carefully on one series. He got a couple of penetrations, though, with some nice pushes, and uh, that was encouraging, too. So, overall, then the kickers, Will Lutz did his job. Blake Groupie did his job. Didn't like seeing what we saw from Blake Gilligan. Can't shank a punt like that. Give a team the ball in midfield, and they scored on that. That's what they worried about with him last year, so keep an eye on that situation where Gilligan's concerned. And as for Lutz, I still think he's the guy, although I do think Groupie can kick in this league, and he's a the guy they're going to keep their eye on and uh, keep tabs on very closely if, in fact, they keep Lutz, which we expect they will, and nobody else picks up on Groupie. They like to try to protect him if they can, much like they did Blake Gilligan for one year when Thomas Morstead was still the punter here. I think they like Groupie that much, and there's a way that they can keep him around. They're going to try to do it one way or the other, even if Lutz is their guy. Glad you're with us tonight. It's 504-260-1061, 504-260-1061. Later in the show, Jermon Bushrod will join us to break down the offensive line play of the Saints. When we return following this timeout, we'll have some NFL news, but we'll talk about the college game and the latest national rankings also to bring to you. Glad you're with us on this Monday night edition of All Access. Ken Trahan with you. And we're back in just a moment here on Nash Icon 1061 FM and on the web at NashFM1061.com. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. 
With over 15 acres of cars and trucks at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason. Buying a new car shouldn't be complicated. That's why our expert staff is here to help. I've been selling new Ford cars and trucks since 1970. It's over 50 years. Wow, there must be a reason. With your lifestyle and budget in mind, our finance team works hard to be the best in the business. Only at Lamarck Ford, at the Lamarck Automotive Complex. There must be a reason. Keeping your kids safe is a full-time job. Whether it's putting on outlet covers, installing child gates, or gluing down your priceless face. So Duracell made one part of childproofing simple. Our lithium coin batteries are the only ones coated in a non-toxic bitterant to help discourage swallowing. Your kid is safer, and you've got one less thing to worry about. Or glue down. Duracell. Engineered for more. Available in 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. <coughs> when a cold comes on strong, <laughs> knock it out with Vicks Dayquil Severe for max strength daytime relief. Just one dose of Vicks Dayquil Severe starts to relieve nine of your worst cold and flu symptoms to help take you from nine to none. Power through your day with Vicks Dayquil Severe, the daytime non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, nine to none medicine. Use as directed. O'Reilly Auto Parts' new Brake Mess Select Pro brand raises the bar for the best aftermarket domestic brake pads and rotors available. For vehicle-specific friction formulations, quiet tech noise-canceling shims, and stainless steel hardware, choose Brake Mess Select Pro, professional-grade brakes from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Keeping your kids safe is a full-time job. Whether it's putting on outlet covers, installing child gates, or gluing down your priceless face. So Duracell made one part of childproofing simple. Our lithium coin batteries are the only ones coated in a non-toxic bitterant to help discourage swallowing. Your kid is safer, and you've got one less thing to worry about. Or glue down. Duracell. Engineered for more. Available in 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. <coughs> when a cold comes on strong, <laughs> knock it out with Vicks Dayquil Severe for max strength daytime relief. Just one dose of Vicks Dayquil Severe starts to relieve nine of your worst cold and flu symptoms to help take you from nine to none. Power through your day with Vicks Dayquil Severe, the daytime non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, nine to none medicine. Use as directed. If you have a medical emergency, go to your nearest Rapid Urgent Care. There are several locations to serve you. North Shore, South Shore, a total of six locations. You won't wait for hours to be seen by a doctor. In fact, most patients are in and out in just 40 minutes. Strep throat, flu shots, COVID-19 testing, x-rays, drug screening, or lab work. Go to Rapid Urgent Care. They can handle it on site. No appointment needed. Walk in with your ID and insurance card. For the location near you, go to rapidurgentcare.com. Shortstop Po' Boys, 119 Transcontinental off Airline Highway. Feeding New Orleans since 1966. Come to Shortstop for Po' Boys, gumbo, potato salad, and more. 504-885-4572 or at shortstoppoboysno.com. This report is sponsored by Mothers Against Drunk Driving. For victims of drunk and drug driving, our grief is unique. But you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call our 24-hour victim helpline 
at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. Welcome to your daily sports report presented by CrescentCitySports.com. Blake Groupie kicked a 31-yard field goal on the final play of the game to lift the New Orleans Saints to a 26-24 win over the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs in the preseason opener for both teams at Caesar Superdome Sunday. The winning field goal was set up by an interception by Kyle Phillips with 58 seconds left. Derek Carr played one series. He went 6 of 8 for 70 yards and a touchdown pass to Keith Kirkwood. Jameis Winston 11 of 13 for 92 yards and a touchdown pass to A.T. Perry. Jake Hayner 10 of 17, 105 yards and a touchdown pass to Alice Merriweather with an interception as well. Perry caught 6 passes for 7 yards and a score. Zach Bond had a sack. Hugo Amati added an interception. The Saints had to Los Angeles to work out with the Chargers this week before next Sunday's preseason game between the two teams. In preparation for the FIBA World Cup, the U.S. national team won 99-88 at Spain. Jalen Brunson 21 points. Brandon Ingram and the Pelicans had 11 points. The U.S. team is 3-0. For these stories and more, visit CrescentCitySports.com. Have a blessed day and be a good sport. For CrescentCitySports.com, I'm Ken Trahan. Now's the time. What's on your mind? We'd love to get your take by calling Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com and All Access on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061. Of course, the news of the day where the Saints are concerned, they signed Daryl Williams. And boy, it's great to see Daryl get the opportunity. Covered him at John Aaron High School and, of course, at LSU. And he's coming home to join the Saints. That's largely because of Kendry Miller spraining his knee yesterday, left the game in the third quarter, and this has not been a real good look thus far. He came out of TCU injured, missed a lot of offseason work, came back, plays in one game, and he's hurt again. Now, they sounded optimistic that he could be ready for the regular season, but this is a rookie. So can you really go into the season counting on a rookie who hasn't had any real time to develop in training camp they're in the preseason. Therefore, the Saints, who entertained Kareem Hunt last week, today by necessity went out and got a veteran in Darrell Williams. Williams hurt his hip last year, only played in six games for Arizona. As a result, 21 carries, 102 yards, and a touchdown. He's always been a good receiver. Only four catches, nine yards last year. But with Kansas City, he had built himself up to be a good receiver. Played with the Chiefs for four seasons. And... Had his best season in his final year with the Chiefs in 2021 when he played in all 17 games and was good. You know, in that particular season, you know, he did the job and did it pretty well overall. 144 carries, 558 yards, six touchdowns rushing. And then, of course, receiving 47 catches, 452 yards and a couple of touchdowns in that game. So a solid guy, Darrell Williams, is a solid player, a guy that you can depend on. You know what he's capable of doing. Not a spectacular guy, but a solid guy. Somewhat along the lines of Jamal Williams, but a little bit better receiver, which they're going to need initially without Alvin Kamara being on the roster. So Darrell Williams coming home, and that's obviously good news for a lot of people here who love seeing local players have the opportunity to be part and parcel of the New Orleans Saints. Interesting moves around the league as the running back run has started. Still nothing for Leonard Fournette, but Dalvin Cook, the big name out there, signed a one-year deal worth up to $8.6 million with 
the New York Jets, who are clearly going for it all this year. Cook was released in June after four straight Pro Bowl seasons with the Vikings. Aaron Rodgers took a substantial pay cut to create flexibility for the Jets to sign someone along the lines of Dalvin Cook, and now they have him, and he's a good one, the real deal. So clearly they've got a guy now that can absolutely make plays. Dalvin Cook, uh, just a very productive player. When he's healthy, he's really good. You know, rushed for 1,173 yards last season. Very impressive, 62 carries for no gain, though. So wasn't his best year, but he was still good. And he's a good player. So the Jets definitely benefit from the signing of Dalvin Cook. Meanwhile, another veteran has landed, Zeke Elliott. Finds a job, the free agent running back. Posted on social media that he's signing with the New England Patriots. Remember, he had visited with the Patriots previously. It's a one-year deal. It's a thin position for the Patriots, so it goes without saying that that is a need situation for them. Reports are the deal includes a $3 million base salary, $1 million signing bonus, and can be worth up to $6 million when the incentives. Of course, Elliott spent the first seven years of his career with the Dallas Cowboys, and now he has a chance to be part of the rotation with the New England Patriots. So Bill Belichick bringing him in. He had a career low 876 yards rushing last season, but he did score 12 touchdowns. Still has some value. Patriots are banking on that. And they make a move to try to keep themselves in the mix in what is a very difficult division with Buffalo and Miami obviously there. And the Jets, obviously, much improved. 504-260-1061, a timeout here. When we return, national rankings. The LSU Tigers, Tulane Green Wave. Still to come later in the show, Jermon Bushrod joins us to talk about the Saints offensive line. That's coming up next as we continue with more of All Access here on Nash Icon 106.1 FM and at NashFM1061.com. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. This week at Macy's, it's the perfect time to save big on updates you need now. Like men's looks from And Now This, INC, and more, 25% off. And fine jewelry to finish any look, 35 to 70% off. Plus shop back-to-school specials, like 25 to 50% off backpacks from Jansport, High Sierra, and more. Star Rewards members earn rewards on every purchase, except gift cards, services, and fees. Learn more at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices exclusions apply. This your captain. Better buckle your seatbelts for this one. I saw my passport expired, so I went to Staples, got a passport photo lickety split. While I was there, I grabbed some tiny travel soap and shampoo. <laughs> I should have got some from my co-pilot. Just kidding, Brad. Staples has everything for travel. 10-minute passport photos, luggage, headphones, even personal travel items. 
And now at Staples, get $10 off your purchase of $30 or more when you buy a travel service. Staples, your first stop to nonstop travel. Ends 916. In-store only. Exclusions apply. Hi, I'm Chad. And I'm Steve. And together, we're Dudley DeBosier. If you've been injured, you deserve Dudley DeBosier, so you demand Dudley DeBosier, the official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. And the only law firm in Louisiana with a no-fee guarantee. That means you pay nothing. No fees, cost, or expenses unless we get money for you. Dudley DeBosier, home of the no-fee guarantee, backed by the black and gold. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. This report is sponsored by TulaneDoctors.com. Today's medical treatments were once just ideas. As the region's top-tier research institution, we are the scientists and physicians bringing those ideas to lives. We are Tulane Doctors. For innovative research and inspired patient care, visit TulaneDoctors.com. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. Like dining out? Then take advantage of culinary dining specials with some of NOLA's top restaurants, including Bombay Club, Cafe Degas, and Carmo. Visit whereyat.com for more information. And this Saturday night, head to Royal Street with your friends for the return of Dirty Linen Night, featuring great artwork all taking place up and down Royal Street. For more ideas on what to do this weekend, pick up the new issue of Where Yat Magazine all over town. And save the date for the Where Yat 25th anniversary party at Generations Hall on September 1st. Cumulus New Orleans. Incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. This is where you get all access, not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports topics are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Ken Trahan on 106.1 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com. Associated Press putting out their preseason college football rankings. We've already seen the coaches' polls, and these look pretty similar. AP has Georgia, the two-time defending national champ, is the number one team in the nation. Michigan at number two with Ohio State, third, the two Big Ten teams. Alabama is fourth, and the LSU Tigers are number five. So you got three SEC teams, two Big Ten teams at the top of the rankings. USC, number six, the Trojans, who Tulane conquered. Penn State is 7th, Florida State 8th. What a matchup with LSU and Florida State. Clemson, number 9, also out of the ACC. And Washington, with its best team in years, number 10. Texas, number 11, Tennessee 12, Notre Dame 13, Utah 14, Oregon 15, Kansas State at 16, TCU 17 off of a national championship game appearance. Wisconsin is 18, Oklahoma Oregon State is 18, I should say. Wisconsin, 19, and Oklahoma, 20. North Carolina, 21. Ole Miss, 22. Texas A&M, 23. Tulane at 24. And Iowa, 25. So what a matchup, Tulane-Ole Miss, week two. Numbers 24 and 22. In the Associated Press Bowl, playing each other. 
almost as good as number five and number eight, LSU and Florida State. Can't take much issue with this. You know, I think LSU might be better than Alabama, as I've been saying for a few weeks now, but I understand why Alabama gets the respect it gets, considering what the Tide have done over a sustained period of time. Georgia, you know, innocent until proven guilty. They're the champions. Michigan, they've got to prove it to me. Couldn't win a semifinal game last year. Ohio State, you know what they are, but they couldn't win a semifinal game either. But you know they're going to be there. Clemson's better. USC is good. Obviously, best quarterback in the country. Clemson, as mentioned back there, Texas better. Tennessee still dangerous. Good quarterback. Again, Utah's good. Going to be fun. But those are the Associated Press rankings on the heels of the coaches' polls, which we saw last week, but very similar in terms of where LSU and Tulane are. Just, you know, one spot down or so for Tulane, LSU in the same position as it is in the coaches' polls. So there you have it with the Associated Press college football poll. It's 504-260-1061. That's 260-1061. One more segment to go. When we return, Jermon Bushrod, former Saint, will join us to break down the Saints' offensive line play as we continue with all access for a Monday night here on Nash Icon 1061 FM and at NashFM1061.com. Keeping your kids safe is a full-time job. Whether it's putting on outlet covers, installing child gates, or gluing down your priceless face. So Duracell made one part of childproofing simple. Our lithium coin batteries are the only ones coated in a non-toxic bitterant to help discourage swallowing. Your kid is safer, and you've got one less thing to worry about. Or glue down. Duracell. Engineered for more. Available in 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. <coughs> when a cold comes on strong, <coughs> knock it out with Vicks Dayquil Severe for max strength daytime relief. Just one dose of Vicks Dayquil Severe starts to relieve nine of your worst cold and flu symptoms to help take you from nine to none. Power through your day with Vicks Dayquil Severe, the daytime non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, nine to none medicine. Use as directed. Tonight, I've got a bonfire at the lake with friends. First, I need a spritz of my off-clean feel. My summer style is all about fun and not about... I don't need Mosquito Bite Red clashing with this crochet top. It's purple. It's bright. I could definitely pair it with my Amethyst eyeshadow palette. Best part is, ugly mosquitoes won't be messing with my fiery vibes. With off-clean feel, I've got eight hours of not-sticky, fragrance-free protection. Get your pre-party protection on with off-clean feel. SC Johnson, a family company. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 452 5050. That's 1 800 452 5050. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 452 5050. That's 1 800 452 5050. Select Quote. We shop. You save. 
Full details on example policies at selectquo.com slash commercials. When the final horn blows at the Allstate Sugar Bowl, the action is just beginning as another jam-packed year of Sugar Bowl activity lies just ahead. With over 55 annual events, including all Louisiana high school state championships, the Sugar Bowl support of amateur athletics adds up to big fun and big dollars for our economy. From the Crescent City Classic to lacrosse, sailing, basketball, and more, the Sugar Bowl has something for most everyone. For more on the great things the Sugar Bowl is doing, log on to AllstateSugarBowl.org. Sponsored by Allstate, Taco Bell, and Dr. Pepper. Imagine it's the last ride, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC are taking you for a ride. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about treating it with Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other Side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Sponsored by Avian Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have meaningful, constructive dialogue on All Access with Ken Trahan on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call, 504-260-1061. Welcome back to the show on this Monday night. Ken Trahan with you on Nash Icon 1061FM. More on the Saints. It's great to welcome a good and great Saint to the broadcast. Got it played on a Super Bowl championship team. Was an outstanding player for basically a decade here. And, of course, now a really good analyst for Fox 8 as well. It's great to have Jermon Bushrod with us. Jermon, how are you? I'm doing great, man. It's good to be on with you guys. It's always great to talk Saints football. Well, it's nice to have you with us. And obviously, you know, a mixed bag yesterday, but a pretty good start for the Saints. Overall, you had to be somewhat pleased, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, they did a really good job coming out. That's exactly what you want to see out of your starting group. I mean, you know, with a new quarterback and, you know, a couple question marks on defense, new guys in a new system. So you're really just kind of excited to see how those guys mesh and if they can take the success they've been having uh, on the practice field, if they can do it under the lights. And they did a great job in the Superdome. That's exactly, you know, what we talked about, you know, for that team to get um, to start start the game off the right way. They did a really good job. So that was really encouraging to see and what an ending to that game. Jermon, obviously you know offensive line play as well as anyone, so I'm sure you watch that closely. And we're watching it closely because clearly Trevor Penning is so important to the success of this team. You could say the same thing about Cesar Ruiz in his third year and Eric McCloy in his fourth year. I mean, this is a, a young group. Ryan Ramchek's a veteran, Andrew Speed a veteran, James Hurst a veteran. But then there's uh, Nick Saldaveri as well, a draft pick. Uh, tell us what you saw from the young guys yesterday. Uh, were you encouraged about what you saw from them? Um, first off, speaking on, on, on the first group, I mean, they did a really great job, right? Um, opening up home was really protecting the quarterback. Now, when you start to get some of those younger guys in there, the first thing that you notice that breaks down is the protection, right? So there was a couple of issues, right? But and th- that's why you have the preseason, right? It's about practice. It's about getting the reps. It's about evaluating. 
And, I, you know, if they're going to get back to the drawing board. Doug Malone is a really good coach, a guy that I had the opportunity to get coached under and really help my game take it to the next level uh, early on. So I, I wholeheartedly believe that, you know, with, with the proper corrections, with the proper work ethic and with the proper coaching, you know, those young guys will get caught up to speed so they can have some more of that success like the first group had. You know, tackle player as well as anybody. What do you see in Penning? Do you like what you see? Do you think he can be that guy left tackle for 10 years? Well, first and foremost, the guy is nasty. You know, he just plays the game with such an edge, right? And that's the type of uh, mentality that you want uh, in an offensive lineman. You know, he is a finisher, especially in the run game. A lot of people harp on that, right? But uh, in the past game is what we all have our eyes on. You know, is this guy going to be able to protect because there are some really good athletes that are going to be rushing on the edge? And I thought in the game he did a pretty good job. Um, it's, it's always going to continue to be a work in progress, right? But he's such a big, large man, right, with, with, the, with the great left tackle measurables, right? Six, seven, uh, pro- over 330 pounds, right? He's, once he figures out how to consistently put it together in the past game, I think you're going to have really an overall really good left tackle and, and a great protector of, um, for Derek Carr's blind side. But I was encouraged. You know, you want to see what those what, what those pass sets are looking like. You want to see what his feet are looking like. Uh, he had a, a couple of good times where he had to sit down and drop his anchor, right, versus some power moves. So that was good to see. Uh, it's going to be a really big test for him and the rest of the offensive line uh, when they got to face this, this Chargers team next week, uh, especially in those joint practices. Saldivar is a big guy as well. He's missed some time during camp, but when you see him, that's a massive guy there, isn't he? He is, he is. He, he has really good size. I had an opportunity to go to practice last week before the game. I went to a couple practices, uh, and, and he stands out, right, because he does have really good size. And, um, you know, I'm always pulling for the, you know, the quote-unquote smaller school guys, and Nick Saldaveri is that coming out of ODU. And, um, you know, just talking to some of the coaches and some of the players as well, they really like where he is. They think his upside can be pretty good. So, you know, that's one thing that the Saints have done a good job uh, of in the past. And, and, and I, obviously my career was the same way. They've done a good job of, of uh, help bringing in some of these young guys along and, and, and molding them into the players that they want. And, and they're able to be key contributors, right? So that's really all you want. It's really about uh, progress. It's steps. Uh, when it comes to the offensive line, he's not a guy that's looked at to come in and, and, and contribute right away, right? But what does his two, three window, what does his two, three year window look like? Of course, McCoy is now the, the quote unquote leader, the veteran guy of sorts. And then Ruiz took a little bit of a step forward last year. What about those two players at their relative stage of their careers? Uh, Eric McCoy has been a special guy at center. I mean, and, and I, I love the trajectory, the growth path of Caesar. You know, you look at a guy who has really big hands and generates a lot of power uh, in the pass and the run game. I think he's going to be a special talent for a while. And he's a guy, you know, Caesar who can play some center as well. So I'm very excited really about watching these guys. You know, I'm, I'm praying for health. Uh, for these, uh, for those guys up front, but I, I, I'm a big fan of McCoy. Had an opportunity, right, to uh, to to be in the building a couple years back on the scouting side, just to see how he prepares on a day to day basis. And he does a good, solid job week in and week out. When he's on the field, he's he's very consistent and a key part of his team. And then, of course, you know Ruiz has improved from last year. You would think, uh, and and then Ryan Ramchek. I mean, Ryan. You know, had injury issues the previous year. They they gave him some rest last year. It helped. He played in all but one game. And obviously, when he's healthy, he's 
he's one of the better right tackles in the league. Man, he's uh, he, he's as steady as they come, man. This is a guy that has really good technique. You see a guy um, who just knows how to get it done, right? He has good uh, timing on his punches. He has good leverage against power. You know, he's not a guy that uh, is going to blow you away with the speed of his footwork, but he's extremely efficient. And he uses his hands really well. He's always in the right place in the right time. And he's just a competitor, right? Whether he's dealing with injuries, not being able to practice the way that he wants to or as much as he wants to just based on his health limitations. You know, this is a guy that goes out there. He gets a jo- he gets the job done week in and week out. And, um, you know, I had a chance to play with Ryan Ramchek, you know, my last season. I mean, and this guy just... Like, you know, he's the model for consistency. If you look up consistency, you know, in the dictionary, Ramchek's, you know, picture's going to be right beside it. I mean, uh, and just a really great person and great great pro as well. How important is James Hurst to this team with his flexibility and the fact that he may have to start at left guard? Yeah, listen, James Hurst is, is, is every organization's strength, right? This is a guy who can play left tackle, left guard, right guard, and right tackle. He can step in. At a moment's notice, I've seen him go from the left side to the right side in games, right? And I've seen this guy uh, just be available and just start whenever it was needed. You know, he's he's uh, you know he's kind of like the Taysom Hill, the jack-of-all-trades on the offensive line. He's a guy that could probably play all five positions. I haven't seen him with the ball in his hand. I don't know if he can snap the ball, but I'm pretty sure if you give him a couple practices, he'll figure out a way to get that done. That's just the type of player... You know, and type of person James Hurst is, and really a tremendous asset for the Saints. And then finally, the overall trajectory of this offensive line. Last year was not as good as we hoped for, largely because of injuries. What do you see with this year's offensive line and its ability to be able to translate into doing what needs to be done for a team to go deep? Uh, I'm, I'm praying for health for these guys. I mean, because when they can be healthy, I think this can be a special group. You know, and, and offensive line is really all about continuity right uh playing together getting as many snaps as you can together uh having that familiarity with the guys beside you uh this unit can really get some can really do some damage right there well coached team like i said you're led by doug marone and then you do have a super bowl champion and a 12-year nfl veteran and jari evans uh in that room as well so they have the coaching they have the teaching in place right it's really about availability okay because the good thing is you you just talked about it right pinning's the new piece but james hurst pete has been there mccoy ruiz ramchek to me that's why this team could potentially you know make a good run if they can stay healthy this is a unit that's going to help lead the way um for this team, for this offense, and just really for, the, like I said, for this team uh, in general, because uh, it all starts with the big boys up front. Jermaine, we appreciate the time. I know you've got to run. We'll do it again soon and talk a little bit more extensively about the rest of the team. Really appreciate it. Keep up the great work. We'll visit again soon. I look forward to it. I look forward to it, and thanks for having me. You got it, Jermaine. Jermaine Bushrod of the New Orleans Saints. That's going to wrap it up for us tonight want to thank Jermon for joining us thanks to our sponsors our listeners for making it happen and of course thanks to our producer rudy dixon i'm back at you on wednesday night at 6 p.m tomorrow night jude young has all access sports talk coming up at six following inside new orleans with eric asher which of course is each and every weekday at 4 p.m that'll do it for tonight until next time Ken Trahan saying thank you for joining us this evening. And as always, we encourage you to be a good sport. God bless you one and all. We are rounding third and heading home.
So long. Thanks for listening to All Access on 106.1 FM Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best prep sports site in Louisiana with the state's best prep football scoreboard. All Access was